I've always talked about, I've always talked about the necessity of triangulation. And moreover, being able to read all of the various battlegrounds. And this is the most important thing you can do. And I want you to listen carefully. What many people, again, feel fail to do in the businesses, they try to promote, and I understand this, a news source that only comports with what the audience understands, what the audience can take, what the audience can comprehend, and that's it. Now, I can't say this enough, but if you really want to understand something, you have to go to a news dentist, internal medicine, cardiologist, perhaps. You don't get your news just from one source, from one frame of reference. You don't. And you have to be able to understand how all of this works. What's happening in terms of the world? What's happening in terms of everything else? I can't say this enough. What is, how do you read this? And more importantly, do you go to a, a, a news uh, service, a news service that does, for example, this one, that takes into account everything? Or that points out things that maybe you did not know. Maybe you weren't aware of. Maybe you weren't paying attention to. Because first and foremost, there is so much that's happening. But if you go to, let's say, I'm just going to use these shorthand terms. Alex Jones crowd. CNN crowd. Morning Joe crowd. Uh, and of course, we sit back and we laugh at it. Well, ha ha. And, and, and we laugh and we mock and we... No, you've got to get the data. What are they saying? What are they saying? What does the CNN crowd, what does the donor crowd say? What does Washington say? What do the inside folks say? There is this haughty arrogance from those of some circles who have no idea of how things work. They don't know anything. They don't know how elections work. They don't know anything. For example, have you met this arrogant abortion crowd, anti-abortion? If you think you're going to win by banning abortion, you're out of your mind. You're crazy. You can just take your election and throw it away. But you'll stand up for your rights. People don't, they, 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 uh, how do we say this? They'll look at a uh, Mike Pence and they'll say, well, what's, what's Mike Pence about? Mike Pence is about He's against abortion. Mike Pence is trying to maintain his position among the the adamant right so that he never loses them for his fundraising, his lobbying, activism, speaking engagements. Mike Pence says, I'm not going to win. I'm not going to win. What am I what am I doing? I, I'm I'm not going. To win, he knows this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say everything that I can to maintain my position with the right. So I can always say, and when I ran for office, which I knew I wasn't going to win, Vivek Ramaswamy isn't going to win, has no interest. He's the biggest phony anybody has ever seen before. 
has no interest in any of this nonsense. But he's loving it because it builds his fan base, builds his media position. Sarah Palin did it. Uh, Nikki Haley's doing it. A lot of people are doing it. A lot of folks are doing this. This is this is this is really critical, serious stuff. I can't say this enough to you. So let me stop right there for just a second. Let me just thank you, 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 thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for being a part of our of our endeavor here. Let me also ask you: It is critical that you like this video, subscribe to the channel, hit the little bell so you're notified of live streams. Let me start off right off the bat by bringing up our great friends at preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com. You've heard me say it. You know what it's about. You understand that one day, oh, my God, I just realized something. This is terrible. I just realized that I do not even have, I do not even have my, my uh, uh, microphone. Oh, how dare I cannot. Please forgive me. This is the most I've got so many things going on. Forgive me. This is inexcusable. This is horrid. Just a second. I've got the regular microphone. I sound like one of these terrible shows. Or Have you ever heard these where they don't even have a dedicated mic? I was just telling Mrs. L. There's a certain show on The Hill. It was something called The Hill, which I was listening to, and it was absolutely horrid. And... With some young lady doing her thing in a room with guitars in the background. Hang on a second. This is this is just this is inexcusable for me. My apologies, dear friend. There we go. That's that should sound so much monumentally better. Isn't that better? Isn't that better? Don't you don't you love that? Wasn't that isn't that isn't that monstrously better? Yes, 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 yes. Sounds better. Yes. Yes. I was seriously, I was watching this thing and I said, look, look, look at this woman. She's sitting here and she's, she's got guitars hanging on, on the wall. I mean, it's okay. Whatever it is. But anyway, I think this sounds, sounds much, much better. Yes, 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 yes. In any event, everybody knows that food preparedness. I don't have to tell you about that. Prepare with Lionel, prepare with Lionel, prepare with Lionel right now. People are knowing exactly what to do. Save $200 off a three-month emergency food kit. Because you know and I know that before you know it, one day, for reasons I cannot figure out, you will be in a complete and total food emergency. Guaranteed. Take it to the bank. Preparewithlionel.com. Save $200 off a three-month emergency food kit. Do the right thing. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. You are the reason God made Oklahoma. Thank you so much. Remember that one? That was a that was a David Frizzell did that, if I recall correctly. All right, dear friends. Now let's continue. First, I want to say that every now and then something happens which so so invigorates me, so excites me. I don't even know how to. Uh, explain this to you. Let me give you an example before I forget. On September the 11th, 2001 was the day of 9-11. Okay? 9-11. And from that day, from that very 
horrible, terrible day. My life changed drastically. It was the moment of red pill. It was, it was what, what, whatever, whatever it is you want to call it, it was that exactly. And I understood then that what I saw being in New York was different than anything that was happening on the news. And nobody came to my, to our guys. The only person then who even remotely cared about this was Alex Jones. He might have gone too far. He might have done this. But he was the only person, the only person who said, you know, I don't think this, this particular storyline, I don't think these physical facts, I, I, I don't think this is the only person, Alex Jones. Okay? That's when the internet was in its nascent period. That's before the accusations of, of conspiracy theories came. And it was, and, and we just said, but wait a minute, we're not saying anything. We're saying that of the five instances, North Tower, South Tower, Building 7, Shanksville, and the Pentagon, we've got a lot of things that we don't understand in terms of the information that's being provided as, as, as absolute. Nobody wanted to hear from us. You're crazy. You're a conspiracy theorist. Okay, fine. The left was completely eh. The right, eh. Nobody wanted, I could not believe it. And I would say, I don't know anything who are the actors. But what would you like to start with? What would you like to start with? How about my favorite always was Shanksville. That's the one where everybody says, what? Well, Building 7 was the one that absolutely blew us away because it was hit by nothing. And there were some fires. And people will say, well, there were some fires. Buildings like that, steel buildings, don't fall in their footprint at free fall speed because of a fire. Let me say this again. Look at it. I'm not saying, I don't know. I'm an observer. If you see something different, what I and others have said, fine. Okay? Okay. We've been through this. You know the routine. There were people like uh, architects and engineers for 9-11 truth. There were pilots for 9-11. There's all this truth, 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 truth. And then they became truthers. And if you're a truther, you're a nut. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Later on, Ed Asner, whom I interviewed one time in one of the worst interviews, I just said, this is just, it's, it's unwatchable. It was just, he was towards the end of his trajectory, but bless his heart, he did his best. And he was always a socialist and a, and, a, and a commie and all that stuff, but he did his best. Did you know that the, that the actor William Hurt, this is from Showbiz 911. Who knew? Famed actor William Hurt is a 9-11 truther. He narrates the film about how the World Trade Center was really destroyed. And this is from this guy named Roger Friedman, who doesn't know anything. He doesn't know anything about 9-11. Nothing. But he's he's paid to be one of these, kind of like the Michael Shermer types. They're paid to be professionally incredulous about everything. You got it? Okay. William Hurt, the actor. Others came along. Geraldo, Geraldo said one time in passing, because Geraldo, they just, he, you know, look, things things change. 
things change. And, and I I don't expect anybody to give up a paycheck so that you can be one person that's going to be forgotten. My advice is, if you're on some TV show and you're being paid a lot of money and somebody says, hey, listen, you can expose the truth, but you're going to lose your salary. Don't lose your salary because nobody will care. It's not worth it. You can expose anything, nothing, nothing, nobody. America doesn't care about anything. You're not going to get anybody to change anything. It's just a waste of time. So you're doing it just for yourself or whatever it is. Man, that's up to you. But America, you you could have a picture, for example, of Jackie Kennedy shooting John Kennedy. I'm being crazy for a moment. And nobody would, nobody would say anything. Nobody cares about this. You understand? Nobody cares. And believe it or not, I want to tell you something. Nobody. Now, of the group of people who fancy themselves as I don't know what you want to call it. There's this, there's this right, but there's a, there's kind of like a, not the, the, you, you do know that woke, the original woker were people who were awake. Remember that? The group, the group that we theoretically and supposedly are, we theoretically and supposedly are, are woke, whatever the hell. Well, that, that was co-opted. Fake news was so these these terms you, you got to understand something let me, let me just say this lay off the the um covid stuff because nobody cares and i realize this let me just say this what i'm saying right now nobody cares about this nobody nobody nothing's going to happen no elections are going to change so you're going to ask yourself is this really worth it am i so you do the best you can. Okay, where am I going? Where, where does all this matter? Jimmy Dore, and I'm not that familiar with his work. I know who he is. He's very, very popular. Very, very, uh, uh, very, very um, popular among his fan base, uh, which is groovy and all this stuff. Here he is, and this is from, I guess, uh, Architects and engineers from 9-11 Truth. Censored comedian Jimmy Dore, a well-known progressive leftist, political commentator, calls out Building 7 issue on his popular broadcast. And he goes into it. And he's talking with one of his friends and he does it in a very... And by the way, I like the way he does his show. It's a very nondescript uh, studio with curtains behind it. He just... He just does his stuff. And he says, quote, well, I'll, I'll let you, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this on my private channel because I go into detail. Because remember something, especially here, nobody wants to hear this. Let me just, let me just explain this to you again. Let me try to put this into perspective. Nobody wants to hear this again. Nobody. Nobody wants to hear this again. I can't tell you enough how nobody wants to hear this again. And the reason why nobody wants to hear this again is because of the fact that, and I don't know why, but there's this weird kind of, and I can, and I'll just spend a second on this. We don't like to hear stories or things that 
tend to, for lack of a better word, tend to confound or question that which we believe to be the truth, even though we're not really committed to the story in the first place. Does that make sense to you? Here, here is the private channel. We don't like stuff. I always, always used to, I always used to, here's a private channel. We're, we're, we're on very th- thin ice here. They're very, very thin ice. There are three subjects that a lot of social media platforms have told you. We don't want you talking about Russia, Ukraine, COVID vaccines, and anything that we come up with at the moment. Now, for some reason, there's, it's kind of like, you know, when you're, you know, when, when, when years ago, when people started to cuss on TV, believe it or not, one of the guy, one of the guys who was very, very important in the uh, change of language was Archie Bunker and, and all in the family. John, uh, Archie Bunker said crapola. And crapola became somehow truncated to crap. But Archie Bunker did this. I remember one time I thought I heard on the on the on Pedico Junction, Sam Drucker, Frank Katie say, he said Dag Nabbit. I thought he said God damn it as a kid. And my whole world, I said, I I can't believe what I just heard. Well, anyway, all of a sudden, it just happens. It 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 just happens. I remember. I was at. Don't ask me how I heard this, but Playboy magazine, in the. I don't know what year it was. I don't remember. All of a sudden, showed pubic hair, for the first time. Now this was it was a it was a dance sequence. At that time, it's hard for people to understand this. It was like, oh my God. And I never understood. Okay, fine, whatever. So you look back and you realize that was really not the big of a deal. No, it was a big deal. So sometimes people will start to mention a little bit about, like right now people are talking about vaccines. You notice that? They're, they're, they're kind of, it's, it's like when your parent tells your kid, go to bed. And the kid comes out and sticks his head out and says, is the coast clear? So they're doing this more and more doing it more and more with Russia, with Ukraine. Zelensky is going to be coming back. So just keep keep an eye on this. So you must tread, you're treading on thin ice. So to make a long story short, Jimmy Dore decides in a feeling of, I guess he figures, I'm okay. I can say it. Nobody cares. Nobody knows what, what Building 7 is. But he actually says and refers to Building 7. And he's on with somebody. I don't know who he's with. Um, quote, people are now finally being allowed to question the narrative. Well, okay. The official narrative. The University of Anchorage, their engineering department, already proved Building 7 was brought down on purpose. This is Jimmy Doris. It's not me. I saw a meme the other day. It had the Twin Towers. It said, never forget. And then right next to it, had Building 7, it said, forget. So all I'm saying is let's see what happens. 
thank you, but I want everything to be heard, including people who disagree, who say, no, it was not. You've got it wrong. I don't care what the story is. I want the truth. And every now and then, somebody will come out like Jimmy Dore or, or Tucker, before Tucker lost his mind with this, with his uh, fanboy stuff. I don't know what that's about. But people come forward. Joe Rogan did it. He was talking about, remember, vaccines until they he, he just apologized. And I understand that. Believe me, I understand it. But he still did more. And I hope, I hope, I don't in any way think that this is positive. But I do think that maybe we're getting a little bit less arrogant. Maybe something happens. Give me a minute with this and listen carefully. This is what I'm trying to tell you why you need to pay attention. And you can't hear what's happening if you listen to the same stuff over and over again. You you have to hear the internecine battles. You have to, for example, you've got to hear Dane Wigington disagree with Mark Morano about geoengineering. It's critical. You've got to triangulate your opinion. You've got to hear how all of a sudden, and this is real inside to an extent, how all of a sudden you see people lose their minds, a la Tucker. Eric Weinstein, who was the Eric Weinstein, who was the most interesting of these folks, basically took on the string. This is a tad arcane, but not really. Took on string theorists and Michio Kaku and Brian Greene, and like lost his mind. And 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 you see, it's fascinating what this does to you. And and one thing I want to uh, ask Jimmy Dore and others as well is that if you are interested in this, I know this, I've lived with this for 22 years. You have to know how to discuss the subject with people. You can't hit them with the Alex Jones method. You can't. You can't truncheon, bludgeon, attack. You can't do this. There is an eloquent, eloquent, or an eloquent transition. The 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 exposition, the disquisition, the presentation of evidence, but do it beautifully and artfully. And I know you're playing to your crown, and people love people love it. And his position is of renown, and he probably is more important than anybody in some circles than you would imagine. We'll get to that in a moment. But it's critical, 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 critical that he does it carefully. Let's don't, we need to have, you know, the, the Russell tribunals after, after Vietnam, there was a, there was a, a voluntary group of, of intellectuals with, uh, with, uh, uh, Bertrand Russell and, uh, oh, anyway, who would go around the world and have these, these these enclaves, these 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 convocations, these confabs, where people would discuss 
the Vietnam War. And it was beautiful. And what America needs on some, like something a la Netflix, is to have somebody say very rationally, here is this, but here is what they say here. We need to have like an old-fashioned debate. Bring in these people and bring in these people. Wouldn't you love to hear, for example, a Dr. Fauci against a Marty McCary? Side by side, very calmly, you go first, you go second, just like like a courtroom. Direct examination, cross-examination. Redirect, recross. You, you know, you put on your case, you put on your case. Expert witnesses, let people hear it in one time, in 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 one setting, not where you've got to go and look forward and hear people. Because most of the people who talk, as an example, for, about COVID are idiots. Or you have doctors who are petrified of losing their licenses. I understand it. And there's somewhere there's this, just, I just want the truth. Just tell us. That's all. Just tell us. Medicine changes all the time. I love the way they tell you, you need to have a colonoscopy every five years. Well, maybe 10 years. 10 years? Yeah, you know, you ten, where'd you go? Ladies, you need to have your first mammogram at the age of 40. And then none until you're 80. What? What is this? Is this the insurance? Things happen all the time. And when you get somebody who's sitting in their bedroom with a messed up bed and guitars on the wall, and all of a sudden they're an expert in this. So I would love, I would love somehow, somehow if, if, if and I don't think he's going to do this. I think people told Jimmy Dore, listen, that's enough. That was great. Thank you. Don't, don't push it. And I can understand it. Why? Because the American public doesn't care about this. The American public doesn't care about this. The American public does not, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I know this. A handful of people kind of claim they do, but they really don't. Americans are, for the first time, enjoying this, been around the world too, enjoying this wonderful thing called, called social media, and they pretend like they care. They really don't. They, they don't understand anything. Let me give you another example. So, by the way, Jimmy Knorr, God bless you. 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 Keep up the great work. I offer my services one, to just talk even off the air to say, here's how... If you think that's good, bring up this. Show them this. All with articles. So one thing that Alex Jones always did, which was so smart. He always said, here's the article. Here, here's where I'm reading this from. And he always it was great. He always had like a stack of paper. He goes, here it is. This is, I'm not just saying this. This is it. This is the or now you can argue whether yahoo.com is is noteworthy, but he always had citation. That's what I believe in. Citation. I don't understand plagiarism because I I I want to show people that I did research. And the way I do research is by by showing the citation, by citing my sources. Okay, I'll give you another example. Stop for a second. Now I don't know whether. I, I, I don't know about this left, right, and all this kind of stuff. If you want to understand where things are going, 
in the food world, let me give you an example. Let me give you a couple of examples. But first, wait a minute, my friend. Here's a good friend, Sparky. He says, the easiest way to keep intellectuals at bay is to get them to accept a false premise or narrative, leaving them to argue over how many angels can dance on the head of a pin. Um, that, you know what, Sparky? Let me stop right there. You bring up a good point. By the way, thank you. One of the things which I always tell people, whenever you want to deal with people, whenever you want Sparky to uh, debate, is never use phrases that are extraneous to the issue. Let me, let's do, for example, <clears throat> if you refer to something as fascism versus totalitarianism versus communism versus socialism versus collectivism versus capitalism, then you can stop the argument as to where you were going and then go on the side to, d- to discuss whether this indeed was, you know, capitalism, whatever it is. So you're right. You also want to give them a false premise, but also give them a tangential issue, something which has nothing really to do with this. And we don't have any intellectuals today. Because what we have right now is, I'm telling you, the term intellectual today is replaced by a bunch of fast-talking people. If you talk fast, if you're Vivek, I haven't seen her lately, Candace Owens, uh, um, ben Shapiro, who else? And that's great. And it's and it's and it's and it and the reason why it's so interesting. Again, Sparky, thank you. The reason why it stands out so much, the reason why it stands out so much is because most people and most young people are so dead in their affect that it, this comes across so incredible. Anyway, but I want to explain something to you. If you wanted to go to the to the uh, spectrum, for example, if I said to you, every now and then, if you live in New York, people will always call you and they'll, they'll call you and say, what, what's the best steakhouse? Or what's the best this? Or what's the best that? And I'm thinking, you know, you don't understand. In the old days, it was the New York Times and the Zagat. Nobody cares about that. Now it's it's a different eater and all this. Blah, blah, blah. And then you have um, you know, Travelocity and Travel Guide and they have this. And then you have Kind of the collective thing. Peter Luger. I'm talking about steak. Then you have the following. You have where do people go who are in the real world of food? By the way, New York is not the big food place it used to be. Food, it, it, it does not exist. It's not like it used to be. New York was the epicenter. The food source now, it might be Greenville, South Carolina. It might be, um, who knows? It might be someplace else. It's just not here. It's just not here. But if you say, but where do the people in the biz go? Oh, that's the story. You see what I'm saying? Where, where, where does it, if, if Daniel Ballou, uh, uh has, or, or David Boulay, or one of those folks from the old days, or Jean-Georges von Gerichten and, and uh, all of these types, if, if they wanted to go to someplace to celebrate, where would they go? Now we're talking at another level. You see what I'm saying? This is where the professional chefs go. Where do they go? Okay. When you want to hear a group of people, look at your at your control panel. You see, where are we going today? Look at a Jimmy Dorset. Look at whoever. That's fine. I understand this. 
And you might want to go to people kind of sort of see what people like Glenn Becker saying or or whoever. I I I don't care. See just see what they're saying. Look at do like I do. I just look at the headlines. Breitbart says this, National Review. National Review is conservative light. I see kind of a balance. Okay, they think this is important. Okay, okay. I've got that. Okay, I got that. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, you, you can also go to some other groups. Uh, what's um, the, the people that I like have nothing really to do with the real world. Lou Rockwell and you know American Thinker and those are good, but and also foreign. Um, RT Al Jazeera, uh, Le Monde, even even Press TV Iranian. Uh, Jerusalem Post, see what the rest of the world is saying. To Again, to triangulate. But here's the best one. When you're in D.C., have you ever been there before? When you're in D.C. and you want to know what everybody there is thinking, you have, you have to spend time. We were at the We've been different places. The Republican Club, very, very nice. You've got to see this. And there was someone too. It was a Cap, uh, Capitol Hill Club, very nice place. I like it. And when you go there, they have a picture of Barry Goldwater. And I say, wow. Wow. You understand this? Okay. So you 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 see an old style of Republican that I do not relate to in the least. I don't, this is what I, as a young person, rebelled as. I, I didn't, no, no, this had nothing to do with me. But anyway, and Reagan to an extent, I, you know, the Maggie Thatcher, and yeah, maybe it was a different time. Okay. But in Washington, when you want to know what's going on, you go there and you'll see the congressman come in and you'll see this, and it's another world. And guess where everybody in Washington, what do you think they watch? CNN, Morning Joe, that horrible, horrible Morning Joe with that meager Brzezinski. He always looks like Fabisma, Frau Fabisma. You know, she got that. It's like the, the turd in the punch bowl. She's just, it's the worst. Joe Scarborough, who's been through so many iterations of, he was a right. I used to do a show at 10 o'clock. At, we used to do a show late night on WOR. And every night at, at, at the beginning of the show, we would put on Joe Scarborough and laugh. Just laugh. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. He was so right wing. Scarborough country. And they flew over before they had drones over this very white town with a white steeple. And people were marching back. Scarborough country. And he would talk about Ronald Reagan. He had this weird delivery. Ronald Reagan. This this hagiographic television presentation towards Ronald Reagan. It was just brutally boring. But we laughed. He, he couldn't say the long letter A. Jail became gel. A was E. They're going to put him in jail. Oh, my God. Really? In jail? Then he won't be able to make bail. 
a bell? They're going to ring a bell when he's out of the jail? He couldn't say this. All right, fine. He one time was so upset about something. Something about something was obscene, and he and he said, "I'm going back to Washington, and I have a I have a, a satchel." He had like a like a like almost like one of those things you get from LL Bean, where you carry uh, firewood, and he carried this with all these emails, and he was walking down the hall. But the way they took it, there was nobody there. It looked like like nobody was there. Like he was at the wrong day or a weekend or something. It was hysterical. And it doesn't he realize that this picture they're showing of there he is going back to his familiar because he was a congressman. He's going back back to uh, D.C. to argue. Okay, fine. He was a right winger. He was everything you can imagine. There was a story about some intern or something. He, he had nothing to do with it, but somebody who was murdered and at, at the same time of Gary Condit. Remember that? All that stuff was going on. Okay, fine. All of a sudden, he's Mr. Right Wing. And he's with Meager Brzezinski, who is absolutely bereft, devoid of any form of uh, rational thought or interesting thing to say. Perpetually in a frown, Dower, who thinks she is absolutely the quintessence of femininity and sexiness that has ever walked this planet. We were in a, we were in a, a matinee, Saturday matinee on Broadway. And it was about Amy Semple McPherson, right? It was, it was, uh, yeah, I thought it was. It was, um, it was uh, Kathy Lee Gifford did something, right? It was about, I thought it was her thing. I could have sworn. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, but 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 she was there. Meager was there. I think it was about Kathy Lee. Anyway, so when she was there, she would walk. It's kind of small. She walks down the, the aisle. And when she wanted to see somebody in the middle, she would bend down and, and be very animated and go, hey, how are you? So everybody could see her. And I thought, oh, please. Please. She knows nothing. This is Bigna Brzezinski's daughter who knows nothing. And then of course he was a I think her I think her brother became what ambassador to Japan or I don't know what the hell. Who knows? Well, all of a sudden Joe Scarborough is I know this is a long way to get there, but just goes to show you how people just they just make they, they assume roles. So now Joe Scarborough is a lefty. And he and Meager, when he thought this guy Trump was on his way when he was going to buy a, a, a some type of a TV station or TV store, whatever it was. By God, she and Joe wanted to be, they, she would go there all the time and, until Trump told him, pound sand, beat it, and that's it. Okay, long story, they are the ones to watch. In Washington, when you're going in the Capitol rooms or this and that, they watch this. It's a very insular world. It's nothing to do with you and me. But in Washington, it's something. It's a it's it, 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 it is so weird now. After in this post um, Biden world, so what happened was all of a sudden Joe Scarborough goes out of his way to say, 
everybody, but everybody is saying that uh, Biden is too old. Whoa. Whoa. And he did it again. No, you don't understand it. I mean, everybody. Then, David Ignatius. This is the thing that nobody, uh, Washington Post, noted this. He says it's time for Biden to go. This, it, oh my God, this is, this is, this is hearing from the, they call it the donor class. We talk about somebody above the donor class. They call it now the donor class. And the donor class is the now the new phrase, the ones who are saying, look, this is not about ideology, but we want to win. Okay. And then the third one is Nancy Pelosi, who's on with uh, Anderson Cooper. And she says, and you're going to say, I don't care about it. See, that, that's what our friends do. I don't care about it. It's like, schmuck, listen, this is important. I don't care about it. I don't watch TV. I don't watch cable. And they love to tell you what they don't know. I don't read cable. I don't watch. I don't listen to Twitter. I don't watch cable. Okay, you done? No, I'm not done. I don't like Twitter. Okay, good. Thank you. So she's on with, with Anderson Cooper. And mind you, this is being watched by everyone of the Democratic Party. This is why this is important. This is what I'm trying to tell you. And they say, and Anderson Cooper says, and you know they told him, oh, Anderson, this guy's an ex-spook. He was like, he was, he, he, he wanted the whole CIA thing, but that didn't work out. He said, Anderson, make sure you ask her this. Do you endorse Kamala Harris? Well, she's, she's obviously, she's politically, no, no, no. Do you endorse her? Well, and then she said, what was it? I mean, something like, she doesn't do anything. She's a vice president. Yeah. Yeah. She's so busy. But but she never endorsed her. Uh, Sparky says, "What's with Kamala and Kyle using the way better as in, uh, oh sorry, Crystal and Kyle using the term way better as in Biden's way better than Trump? Are they twelve years old? Do they think that it actually applies to lowbrows? Uh, Crystal and Kyle, I don't know. Uh, Crystal, are you talking about Crystal Ball and Sagar? I." Yeah, Crystal and Kyle. I don't know who Kyle is, but uh, by the way, this Crystal Ball, let me tell you something about her. And by the way, thank you. Breaking Points is excellent. Let me tell you something. Add this to your to your daily morning watch. They are excellent. Do you hear what I'm saying? Excellent. They, you 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 have to take this in as part of your intel. It's like when you're trying to predict the weather. You want to get, um, you know, local dew points and all that kind of jazz. She does sound like a 12-year-old, but she's brilliant. She says some wonderfully, wonderfully smart, smart things. Barry says, do you remember the Grease Man? Yes. Glenn, what was his name? Out of D.C. Yep, I certainly do. A man who first, if I recall correctly, was it was forever banished from radio by virtue of a joke which was considered the quintessence of crude and racist and uh, a variety of things. Absolutely. Glenn, no, what's his name? 
track. Uh, yes, Doug Tracked. And I saw Doug Tracked, believe it or not, I saw him on something one time. I saw him on a show. It was on one of these, it's very sad, uh, one of these, um, oh, what the hell's the word? You know these, uh, yeah. these uh, crime shows. Remember uh, Robert Stack? And in the town of Edmonton, Illinois, a man, a judge, and then you'll have this little play where they'll mimic. He played like a bad lawyer or something. It was it was really kind of it was very sad, but he made a terrible joke. And I remember this. He was. Uh, or they viewed it as a terrible joke, and it was, and he was forever banished from anything involving television. He really, I mean, they just said, you are done. Edie Crowley, thank you so much, Edie. Little, 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 little uh, sticker there, thank you. So, back to where we're going. This is huge. So, as we're watching this, as I'm watching this, I, I I asked, or I was watching, Crystal Ball, who's very good, again, excellent, far better than The Rising, that's really lame. They've got more duds on that show than you can imagine. I don't know how, where they got these folks, but they're, they're there. In any event, um, I wanted to give you this. Oh, so they're saying, where do you think this enmity comes from. Does Nancy Pelosi not like Kamala Harris because of their days in California? Because Kamala Harris, you know, and Willie Brown, mm, you know that story, right? You know that one. And uh, Montel Williams, uh, remember that? Okay. You think that's it? No. This is what I told you, and I gave you this again. This is from, this is from Cal Matters. This is the explication, as I give this to you, this article that explains Newsom, Pelosi, D'Alessandro, the uh, Browns, and the Gettys. This is what's happening now. Now, what I've just told you, and what I've tried to explain to you, to many, many people on the, I don't know what you want to call, our, I, 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 I don't know. I don't have a label for my thing, but many of you, I think, are are maybe uh, libertarian types. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're—I don't know what the word is. You are. It's hard to say. It's just—it's just hard to say where you you figure in this thing. Um, maybe you're Trumpers or whatever it is. But the bottom line is simply this: this is. A complete and total destruction of everything and anything that is Biden. And with that, and not only that, with that comes something else. If you look back, the Jimmy Doors, going back to that, Jimmy Doors and Tucker to an extent, they're the canary in the coal mine. If all of a sudden Jimmy Doors are going, ah, if they don't shut down Joe Rogan or other other big people, believe me, they will do it. There was a time when that's the first person they would go after. They're, it seems like they, we are being allowed 
to kind of readdress what used to be a more uh, truth amenable form of of, uh, social media. Could that be? I don't know. I'm reading this like you are. You've got to read changes. Pay attention. Pay very close attention as to what is being allowed where more people are more and more vociferous regarding COVID and vaccines and the health problems and testing. What is happening? Keep an eye on this. Also keep an eye, the third part of this, keep an eye on what's happening regarding, and this is very critical, regarding Zelensky and Ukraine. I can't say this enough. You always have to understand what's happening. Now, Another part I've got to bring to your attention, and this is very, very critical. There are people who still think for reasons I do not understand that you can possibly win an election on, I don't know what the word is, on abortion. I'm telling you, and I'm saying this with all due respect. If you think you're going to be able to win an election by saying you want to ban abortion, you are dead wrong. You are dead wrong. Do you hear what I have to say? You are dead wrong. It will cost you the election. Period. John McGuire couldn't get higher, said the powers that be don't care if you know and don't care if you talk about anything. Now, if you try to do something besides talk, well, that's another story. Well, John McGuire, my friend, what what did they ever do other than talk? When did when when the powers that be uh, believe or 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 shut people down for merely talking that's all they were doing was talking they weren't doing anything other than talking again and I thank you for your kindness you see John I don't know anymore I'm I'm, I'm trying to read this we, we are doing everything in our power to try to figure out how this thing works so what we're doing is I want folks to understand and to read the various instruments on the, uh, how do I say this? On the, just a second here. Let me see something. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Do, do, do. Um, Basil Peterson says, it is easier to fool someone than to convince them that they are being fooled. Yes. Sometimes. Sometimes it is. It depends upon what it is. I would add something to that. Basil, there are people that I have met in my life who do not, who do not like you correcting them about anything. They don't like this. They don't want this. They don't care for this. They find it problematic. They don't want... It's it's not that they're that 
committed to the particular phrase, they don't want you. How do I say this? They don't want you to ever correct them. So what? So what's interesting is that when you say to them, you know, you were wrong about COVID or this or 9-11 or JFK or Vietnam, it's not that they, they resent this. It's like you're telling them something that they should have known. Always remember that. Always remember these, these wonderful people. John McGuire says, simple example. Look at the J6 sentences. 22 years for Terrio. Jefferson Davis only got two. Why do you think that is? Why do you think, why is it especially when you consider that there are federal judges who theoretically with lifetime appointments, lifetime appointments, they are, they supposedly have, they are the most in, they, 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 they are the most independent of independence. Why do you think that they would do that? I, I think it's an, it's an absolute travesty, absolute travesty. Sparky says, Kyle Kulinski's, oh, Crystal Ball's husband. Really? Crystal sold out to the establishment. A little further study, and you'll find you're very wrong about Crystal. Very interesting. Sparky. Oh, my God. Oh, this is interesting. Well, as I said, Sparky, I think she sounds like a 12-year-old. I like the way she presents the story as the as the liberals or progressives believe. That's all I want to know. There's no analysis. And as far as Sagar goes, well, I've never thought, well, I didn't know this. But that's very, very fascinating. But Sparky, do you not agree? Do you not agree that for, uh, for any of these new found shows, do you think that they are very good? Uh... Did I say this, John McGuire? To clarify, the system seems to overreact to individuals. Actually, they do something. But if people, okay, I think I think I I repeated that one. But let me read it again. It's important. To clarify, the system seems to react to individuals attempting to actually do something. But if but if the people only talk, they don't care. Interesting. I think that's I think that's very correct and very 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 spot on. Um, so I think we're getting something and we're triangulating. Let me see if I can try this. We are doing the best that we can to try to explain a system that nobody really understands. I am a physician and I'm looking at the patient. And the patient is either society, democracy, whatever you want to call this. Thing. And there are a number of pathogens, diseases, problems, and metrics. I've got weight, BMI, blood pressure, family history, which is our history, uh, medication, which is certain things, and certain medication can kill you, as you know this. So I'm looking at all of this. And what I'm doing is I'm the head of the committee, and I see people with their particular evaluation of this, and it is so so limited to a particular frame of reference that they miss everything else. Let me go back to this. Jimmy Dore... I'm going to say this again. Irrespect, and, and, and again, I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I have not watched your show. I know he's there 
And anybody who's able to do something, God bless them. Jimmy Dore would be able to unleash and unravel and unharness a new form of functioning human beings. A new group of people that are out there that represent, I think, a younger contingent, a younger demographic who can go on and forever be changed. And if it is possible, let me, let me go back to this again. Because the reason why the reason why Building 7 is such a great story is that you can start off with number one. Imagine this on TV. And by the way, people have also proved that they can go long form news, which is important. But imagine this. We start off on, we, we start off and we say, this is what happened. This is what the news reported. Boom. And then, and then you can say, ladies and gentlemen, and I'd love to, with Jimmy, to say this in his own inimitable way. On a day of horror, with two steel structures falling, a plane um, reported to be in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, Flight 93, another plane reported to be to fly into six feet off the ground into the, into the Pentagon. And when you hear it broken down, people say, I never thought about it like that. Okay. At 5.20 p.m., at 5.20 p.m., while everybody was watching every square inch of this, everything, a building fell roughly adjacent to, and it was never spoken. And and it just happened to house the SEC, the CIA, name it. And by the way, this is one of the things where Rudy Giuliani took a lot of flack. This was the emergency, um, the, the city's emergency center. And they said, no, put it in Brooklyn. He goes, oh, no, 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 I want it to be there. And they said, but, but that's probably a target. Condoleezza Rice said, we had no reason to believe. We had no reason to suspect. We had no reason at all ever for anybody to believe that there would be planes ever directed, at, used as missiles or weapons in any of the structures in New York City. And then the PDD, Presidential uh, Daily Directive, Presidential Daily Briefing, there's PDD, PDB, there's all these, oh, these incredible different names. They said, there it is. They were warned. They bring up correctly the fact that during the 9-11 commencement, uh, Zelikow, that's that's the guy. That's the one. Can you imagine where the President of the United States, now think about this, the President of the United States and the vice president says, we're not going to testify. And then they say, we'll testify, but now, here's the best part. Here's the best part. Uh, I'm sorry, excuse me. So many things going on. Are you following me on this? And this is what I wish Jimmy would talk about. And Jimmy, I'm here, babe. <laughs> Off the air, let's chat. I don't care. I don't care if we do anything on air. Let's 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 figure out a way somehow to say, let's pull people in and give things to people very how do I say this? 
piecemeal. Let me give you an example. For example, George Bush and Dick Cheney could have said, now listen, I want everybody in here. We're going to testify, but we're not going to say anything. And you're not going to ask us anything, okay? Got it. So we're going to tell the world that we're going to go in there. We're going to testify in there. Oh, but you're not going to ask us a damn thing. Because we don't know anything and we are, we are, you, you got it? Yes. We have to be a united front. Right, guys? Yes. Democrats, Republicans? Yes. Okay, good. So that's what we're going to do. You're going to announce that there's a 9-11 commission, right? Lee Hamilton and, uh, and Kane, the ex-governor of New Jersey. You're, you're going to announce this, right? Okay, good. But we're not going to say anything. Got it. That's what they could have done. But no, that's not what they did. They deliberately wanted you to know we're not going in to testify. Why do you think that is? Why would Joe, at a time of national distress, why would, in the name of, why would, why would the, the, the president and vice president ever refuse or say, we are not going to testify? We are not going to testify. It's incredible. Why, 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 why? Because they want you to know we're not going to do it. See, this is the part that gets me. They, do you follow me? They could have lied. They could have said, we're, we're going in there and, and, and we're, we're going to rather than anything. But we want everybody to know this. Yes, yes. But they thought, no, I want you to know we're not doing that. See, this is the part you've got to ask. This is the way these people think. Uh, uh-oh, more on Crystal Ball. Crystal Ball's show may be new to you, but she but she's a new. I watched her. I want I watched her to be genuine at its start to get credibility, then sell out to use her credibility to fool people. Shocked, you'll endorse it. I don't even know what this word means. I don't know who she's selling out, but with Sagar, she's damn it's a damn good show. So she's not telling me anything that I'm thinking, oh my God, that's shocking. She's not, she's just commenting. Let me stop for one second. I want to finish this one thought about this. There are many, many smart people out there in the world. Very, very smart people. Very, very smart people. Who, if you tell them, wow. So I would love, I mean, and, and, and these are just questions. And I'd love for Jimmy Dore, next time, Jimmy, just show a picture of the Shanksville crash. Just look at that and ask the question, see anything missing? Notice anything missing? Let it go. Always let people go. Now, now we get into Crystal Gate, Crystal Ball Gate. Let me tell you what I saw today, which is very important. Apparently they did some little I don't know what the little uh, on 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 boiling points or breaking points or whatever it was called. They had this um, uh, I guess this I guess you'd call it a um, focus group or something, and people were answering questions. By the way, focus groups are a waste of time. But anyway, it was very interesting about what people thought about. I thought it was very critical about um, abortion. And it was a very, very good piece on these people sitting around. I think it was New Hampshire talking about abortion. It was very good. And I want to say this 
then say this again. Number one, if you dare suggest that you're going to, I'm changing subject. If you dare suggest that you're going to ban abortion, you lost the election. Well, let me ask you one, Sparky, because I like your feisty. Who is that? You've got spunk. I hate spunk. Remember Lou Grant? By the way, check out the Daily Mail. Um, Mary Tyler Moore, her husband, her widower, sold her Greenwich, Connecticut um, home. Trying to sell it. What, $22 million? Wow, you should see this. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Especially you, Sparky. Listen to me carefully. I'm going to give you X amount of dollars to go to Vegas to, to, to bet. And nobody's going to know who you are. Nobody's going to know your name. Nobody's going to nobody's going to know anything that you're doing. But let me ask you a question. Would you bet your money to win that Donald Trump will win the 2024 election? Let me say this again. I know people will remain obstinate and they will pretend would you take this money and bet it? I don't know what the odds are. Odds to win? But anyway, would you vote or bet? Do you really in your heart of hearts, is there anyone listening to me now who honestly believes, seriously, not a wish, not a hope, but do you believe that there is any chance that Donald Trump would ever be either win or be allowed to win? Sparky, what do you think about that? Forget Crystal. <laughs> do you think so? Do you think so? Now, Holmes says, you know what? It's fixed. Here you go. That's not the, that's, that's not the, you're, you're, remember, you can cheat legally. Allowed to win is the key part, yes. Now, now, if left to its own devices, oh, 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 oh. If there was a really, if there was a real, seriously true, if everybody, you know, we're um a part of, um, SAG-AFTRA, you know, that's my union, so to speak. I'm his. And they're always sending you things. You want to strike, you want to do this, you want to vote for this, people. And they give you your, you have your, your membership number, and then they give you a pin. And one time that pin is used, that's it. So you go on your computer, and you vote, and that's it. Now, theoretically, somebody could say, yeah, they're going to change it. But if you really ask people, if you ask people, if the majority of people in this country if it was a fair election, could Trump win? Absolutely. Do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. Is it fair? Come on. What do you say about that, Sparky? Huh? wonder what Crystal thinks about that. Anyway, I'm busting your on it. So all this talk, and by the way, Trump's been kind of quiet in this kind of talk. 
Vivek, quiet. Bobby Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy's just, do you notice how Bobby Kennedy's just not, not doing? I don't know what I'm doing. Remember what I'm saying, my friends. It's going to be Gavin Newsom. <laughs> Sparky says, depends on how much money. Well, you got a good point. But the, but the bottom line is simply this. Oh, yeah. Well, the odds are. You know what I really want, though? Is I want there to be, and I'm and I'm 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 dead serious about this. I want a new form of of citizen who knows how to think. I know that sounds corny. I know that sounds corny. That's exactly what's going on. Okay, now do me a favor. I want you to do me a favor too. This is critical. I'm going to put down a link right now. You ready for this? Here's the link. This is critical. This is the link right here. Right here. And this is Mrs. L's YouTube channel. You got it? Right here. Mrs. L's YouTube channel. This is it. Right here in our show. I want everybody, 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 everybody to immediately, immediately click on this right here. And, and, and if you click it, you go right to subscription. I want everybody to do this. There is a war on for our children. I can't say that enough. And nobody's talking about this. Trump's not talking about it. Crystal's not talking about it. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody. Kids. Little kids. And let me explain something. Little kids grow up to be big kids, and big kids tend up to be demented and hurt and harmed. I can't say this enough, my friends. Please, please follow her. She is, it is the best. She has been indefatigable. Everybody all of a sudden isn't a kid. Okay, fine, that's fine. Also, this is my private channel. I go into detail. I talk about a lot of stuff which I don't want to talk about here. For reasons I think you understand. I talk about all of the information that if the average Americans knew about a lot of stuff, and not only that, just about, oh, for, the Kennedy assassination will blow your mind in terms of what you don't know. Okay? That's it. It's a very, very serious, simple thing. And one more thing, my dear friends, as you know, it's a beautiful time for you to go to promote and to frequent and patronize our dear friends at MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel. It's now getting to be a little cooler. Right now it's 59 degrees and I love it. I love it. Growing up in Florida, I hate the heat. I hate it. I hate it. I love to leave the windows open. So you can hear the sound of gunshots and dog barkings. You notice how we don't hear anymore? Does anybody notice? Seriously, how you don't hear car alarms anymore? I never hear them. Never. Isn't that something? I never hear car alarms. Do you? Do you hear car alarms? I do not hear this. Uh, hang on a second. So, MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel. Quilts. Percales, bathrobes, slippers, the Giza sheets. It, it, it's 
perfect. The quality is superb. Superb. And the slippers, they can't. Slippers, who knew? MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel, or call 800-645-4965. There it is right there for your edification, perusal, and review. And enjoy. And I leave these links up here for you to read. Uh, Jim Edor's show is great. YouTube won't allow me to spell it right. He eventually gets to the truth. Watched it for almost eight years. Well, let me tell you something. I am a anybody, and please pass the word on to him, uh, whatever it's worth. Uh, I have been, remember something. I have been in my iteration of this, so that you understand. I became first and foremost a part of the, uh, I guess, talk radio initially in 1980. 80 is when it started. 80 is when I first became just a part of this world as a participant, caller, around 1980. It started. And then later on, I really started to pick up. And then in 1988, got an, an, uh, an afternoon hour, excuse me, well, an afternoon show on Sundays, 1988. And in 1988, it was so wonderful, so great, so terrific. And from 1988 until whatever, I've been through this before. And nobody ever really thought there was anything to it. Nobody thought there was anything to this talk radio stuff until Rush Limbaugh came on. Rush Limbaugh changed everything. And it went from WFLA and then WABC and then WOR and then to EYADA.com, which is the first internet, and then all kinds of different things. Okay? You got it? Okay. And it hit a period of stagnation, the likes of which my watching style is not to be mimicked. I hope nobody... I hope nobody watches me the way I watch the rest of it because I, I don't watch people for a long time. I'm a great sampler. But anytime somebody does something, oh, you know who also showed incredible incredible uh, 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 brilliance? C-SPAN. C-SPAN had Richard Gage. Richard Gage was with Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth. They were, he was with them initially and did a, a presentation on C-SPAN Unbelievable. Uh, Sparky says Republican Party will need to change and support Trump for him to win in 2024. I think he, they believe it or not, I, I think they will have to, uh, Sparky. I don't think there's any other way around it. But for him to win, he better count the votes. Remember that? Trust everybody but cut the cards. Supposedly that, that, that statement that Stalin allegedly said, uh, you control the policy, let me control the votes, or whatever that was. In any event, I hope what I've given you is a is a, a slew of different directions today. A slew. All of these things, all of these things are important. And by the way, let me go back to this Jimmy Dore thing. Why support? If I can get young old people, I don't care who they are. Because the old people today, my generation, 
came about, I was a kid in the 60s. And we remember when that was cool. And that person you see who's some 75-year-old codger might be, might have been, look, look at look at all the, just look at the pictures of Woodstock. All the people naked, all the people dancing, all the people grooving to slide the family stone. These people are 80 years old. I mean, <laughs> today, that mindset's still there. If I can take young people and give them something, bring, bring in Jimmy Dore, whoever it is, and say, if they're lying to you about this, to your face, do you know what else they're lying to you about? And I have a very simple thing. Here is my dream. You ready for this? Here's my dream. Here is my, I don't want to blaspheme the moment. Here is my MLK moment. You ready for this? Let me tell you. I have a dream that the shadow government, the uh, whoever, that they fear us the way we fear them. I want them to fear us. I want them to say, "Uh uh-oh, they're not going to believe this. They don't even care. Barry Taylor says, it might be Newsom for I can't see any reformer candidates running. No, Barry, it's Newsom and Gretchen Whitmer. This is this is in the this is it. He's perfect. He is going to take the donors. There's that word again. And by the way, that's the crystal sagar. And a lot of other folks are talking about that. It's just true. Sorry to bring up. Crystal. <laughs> um, he's it. Remember, he's got the looks. He's got, he knows the spiel. He knows the nonsense. It's that simple. All right, dear friends, I have been with you an hour and about 18 minutes, and I've had enough. I want to thank you. Barry Taylor, thank you. Sparky, you you outdid yourself. Thank you, sir. John McGuire couldn't get higher. Thank you so much as well. Basil Peterson, ladies and gentlemen. Edie Crowley, bless your heart. Thank you. And uh, thank all of you wonderful folks for just being a part of us, being a part of our our thing. Uh, I appreciate it immensely. Immensely. Truly, truly, truly. You are, you are uh, great. And let me see here. And uh, hang on a minute. I think we have another one here. Oh, here we go. Sparky's not done yet. Sparky says, in mid-80s, cars were starting to have FM-only radios. Talk radio saved AM. Absolutely. In the 80s, by the way, in the 80s, uh, remember when FM first came along, nobody could nobody could sell it. I know it's hard to believe, but nobody could sell it. Nobody. It, 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 it just It didn't work. It did not work. Nobody really could could sell talk radio. It's just, I mean, I'm sorry, a, um, FM. Pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. Later on, it's a different story. Two of the most important people who saved radio, believe it or not, were Howard Stern and Rush Limbaugh. Without a doubt. And I'm telling you right now, I've never heard, I never heard any, 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 any moment of the Howard Stern show on the air. I heard you know, excerpts later on, something on YouTube, never heard a show. Uh, and Rush, I only heard, if I happened to be at a, in a station like WABC, where we had it on the, on the, you know, the ceiling, you know, the, the monitors, that's it. Because I don't like that. What I listen to is a different story. What I listen to, what I enjoy 
as I, I, I go through, I have been listening to William F. Buckley and Milton Friedman lately. I listen to old interviews with Maggie Thatcher. I love to hear people talk about rudiments of certain things. I love the anti-Darwinian David Berlinsky folks. I love Uncommon Knowledge with Peter Robinson. I love that. That's what I listen to. I like um, Michael Greger, How Not to Die, uh, Nutrition Facts. I love that. I can't get enough of that. I love the history. Mrs. Mrs. L and I were traveling, and we, in the Yugo, it's a stretch, by the way, and on the transistor, we're listening to old um, C-spans on the Dulles's and... Uh, it just I, that's my I'm, I'm more history puts me into into kind of perspective but I do not oh uh, I I will say I think one of the most I think if you had to listen to something I think one of the most talented people of all time is David Knight David Knight's a good friend but I think he's one of the his perspective is so perfect like that's it that's it. Yet, he and I would disagree. His, if you listen to David Knight or others talk about vaccines, you'll never get elected. So that's just that. And I've told you, if you don't want to get elected, go ahead. I understand it. Jimmy Dore, bless us. And again, this is to you, Jimmy. Thank you. Jimmy Dore does not have to get elected. He can say whatever he wants. Mike Pence can say whatever he wants about abortion. He's not going to get elected. He doesn't want to get elected. He, uh, Chris Christie wants to always have network gigs. He wants he wants his name recognition. In, in, uh, he doesn't care about that. I understand it. But if you want to get elected, it's a different story. All right, dear friends. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great and a glorious day. Please follow Mrs. L. One more time. One more time. One more time. Oop, that's the that's the private channel. That's my thing. That's the one where we get to say stuff. We get to use all the words and even a salty word every now and then, which I use most, most judiciously. Okay, most judiciously. But anyway, here it is. One more time. I want everybody to go. This is all I'm asking you. And follow Mrs. L right here, right there. And go to her YouTube channel. All right, dear friends, have a great and a glorious day. Do not change. I mean that sincerely. And on behalf of a grateful nation, I thank you not for what you do, but for what you appear to do. My favorite line. And until tonight at 7 p.m., don't forget the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. That's it. Let me try it again. <laughs>